you should go to no coast jiu-jitsu, Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And we're looking at the orange, the oranges of the investigation. Not fair at all. They're very, they're not very kind to me. And this is early morning Trump. I've read, I've, I read, what it was is I read a McDonald's menu to select the bacon, egg, and cheese muffin that I was going to eat this morning. And I've had, a, I've had four or five. And I'm very tired because I don't like to read. I'm not very good at reading or stairs. And I haven't had any of my British Sudafed yet that I crush up. And I do it in the little straw from a pixie stick. And... You need to go to the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at no coast, okay? It's in Ohio or whatever, and you need to go there. Aren't we doing great? We're doing, and we're doing really nice things in Iowa. You know, I like the people that like me. This is whispery early morning Trump. Very intimate, like Bob Dylan's early records before he went electric. You know, he went electric, and a lot of people didn't like it very much. The folk convention, they didn't like when Bob, he's a bad boy, and around noon, I'll have about 18 more cheeseburgers, and I will, you know, I'll, I'll put my hand inside the body of a 15-year-old or my own daughter, and I will do some more drugs. And then I can be the big evil guy who talks like this, you know, the pro wrestler guy and, and John Madden. It's yeah. a little bit Frank Caliendo's John Madden. It's a little bit Carol Channing. And it's, uh, you know, it's a whole lot of stuff. It's a big, beautiful jambalaya that we're doing when we're doing Trump. And nobody does it better, by the way. I, and I understand Trump a lot better than some of these late-night hosts do because they're used to the old Trump. And it's a new Trump, baby. Daryl Hammond's gone, okay? Daryl Hammond's not doing it anymore. It's another guy this time. And we don't like the guy who's doing it, but we're working on that. Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we're, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. <laughs> Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I got extra shout outs this week. Shout out to Bonafide Hunk, Jason Ebert, and the UAW, the Mike Ditka of Moline. Get that John Deere money. Shout out to Bonafide Hunk, Jordan Koenig. He went to see Tone Bell and Rojo Perez in Toronto. Tone sent me the photos. I just read Jordan's story about that trip. Holy shit. Can I post that on the Patreon, Jordan? Let me know. That was fucking fantastic. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. Let's do a show. I have the world's greatest panel. Crystal Adams is here. First timer from Laugh After Dark on Amazon Prime from Black Card Rehab from The Circle on Netflix, from Overdue Comedy. She was great. You're about to love Crystal Adams. Chanel Ali is here, another first-timer, also great, from Unprotected Sets, from Pause with Sam J, from Don't Watch This Movie, she's got an album you can stream, she's hilarious, and fun fact, the only comedian to ever go to Temple. 
You're about to love Chanel Ali. Kyle Ayers is back from Conan, from Never Seen It, from Bowstraddle, from First Comes Love. He's one of your favorites. Kimberly Clark is back from They Ready on Netflix, from Last Comic Standing, from Lopez Tonight, and from Time Out, LA's Comics to Watch in 2018. She's one of your favorites. Andy Peters is also back. He's your favorite chatty boy with Silas this time. He's got an album you should stream. He's got a special with Drybar. He's in Haunt the Johnstons, available on Audible. He's Andy Peters. So without further ado, here are Crystal, Chanel, Kyle, Kimberly, and Andy. And if you don't already, please hit subscribe. Hello. (laughs) He's a robot. Okay, first question. I'm just going to throw this out to anybody. I don't know who knows about this or anything, but... The Staples Center just renamed itself Crypto.com Arena, and I just read that the football player named Odell Beckham Jr. is going to play for the LA Rams, taking his full salary in Bitcoin. How freaked out should I be that I don't know anything about crypto? Well, I mean, you know, not that freaked out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if your life savings would amount to Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, professional football player it's, it salary. It isn't. Not close. I didn't. I, I don't have one of those blind scales that they have on money, but I think that you're probably okay. You know, I'm sure if you need to know more about Bitcoin, go to any party. Someone will corner you and talk about it. But also, somebody you probably don't yeah. want to talk. Like the thing is, is that so far everybody that knows a lot about Bitcoin are never people that I want to know, and that like if it is good for us, it should be coming from the mouths of somebody who's likable. Like I should be hearing about it from Gabrielle Union. Like the fact that I'm not hearing about it from likable people is very concerning to me. Yeah, it's main. Uh, the main proponents are Twitter replies. Yeah, and that is never a good place to find out financial information is uh, who is yelling at uh, this person in a Twitter reply. OK, so if Gabrielle Union starts repping uh, crypto, like who else would just like fuck it? If it's like Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First with COVID, last with crypto. Yes. <laughs> first in COVID, Tom Hanks. Right. That's <laughs> welcome to Tom Hanks. First in COVID, last in crypto. Yeah. I like how Tom Hanks is a person that has like a catchphrase, and that Tom Hanks needs a catchphrase, <laughs> and that's how he introduces himself. What is he from? He's got a catchphrase. Yeah, he's got a catchphrase. He's the crypto guy. <laughs> Chanel, do you have any? My question is, is, is crypto.com, like I know what, you know, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is, is that specific one? That was the first time I heard of that. Anytime like a a company I'd never heard of buys a sports arena, I'm like, how, like, I feel like, uh, you know, sports arenas are uh, maybe cheap or maybe affordable (laughs) these days. How are things that we've never heard of, like on basketball team jerseys, like Bibio, oh, like Wish, Wish I don't know what that is, and Crypto.com bought an arena. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure how effective the marketing is at this point. I mean, no one. When's the last time you went to Staples? 
I was just there. I, I did go to a Lakers game recently. <laughs> oh, well, you, mean mean the the store, Center. you mean the Staples Center? I mean the store. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I mean I, the store that went bankrupt I, putting the name on the side of something. <laughs> they sold Staples. Yeah. How did they not win? That yeah. just happens in life. People miss trends. Some of us missed out on Bitcoin. I'm sure there was a caveman years ago who was like, fire, lame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to take part in this. Like, just wash the yeah. meat. Why are you guys being dramatic? You know, like... <laughs> Right, I, I like sun. This eating I'm plants a sun thing guy. It's, take it's a fad. Fire's a fad. Well, you got you got night sun, a little pocket of the sun at night. No, thank you. I'll be in the yeah. You guys are crazy. I'll tell you that you're crazy. This, this caveman ba- basketball game brought to you by Shelter. Uh, shelter, check it out. Kimberly, this is a terrible way to enter. But do you own any cryptocurrency? It it feels very Dungeons and Dragony. I'm not. Oh, yeah. so you mean fake? <laughs> yeah. Not my thing. I'm you gonna need... take one of these still shots of Andy when his internet lags and make it an NFT. <laughs> that's what my next question was gonna be about. There's a company that's there's a company reselling rare wines as NFTs, and I was like, I fucking give up. I don't know what this is. Every time I think I know what it is, I why is it? I, who can explain this to me? I don't know. Didn't what this you is. see the Clippers' new arena is actually going to be called that cool monkey cartoon arena? Yeah. <laughs> what is I don't it? know anything about NFTs. I don't know anything. Does it makes it, me feel a thousand years old. Does anybody yeah. know? And I'm and I'm tired of keeping up with acronyms. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other day, the other day, this guy I know referenced uh, my IUD. He, he referenced it as an IED. And was not willing to back off that he had it wrong. He made me tell him what IED was. And then and then he was like, well, why do you know about those? And I was like, well, I don't know. Why do I have to explain my knowledge? What? What's? Why is everything getting turned around? How do you say fungible? What did, how, what's the word? Fungible. Oh, yeah. Got it? That's right. Fun bunch. Yeah. I can't say Non-fungible. It. Fun bunch. Yeah. Well, don't worry. It's non-fungible, Kimberly. So. I don't even know if my that's good. Thing like, is I don't know. My favorite part is that on Instagram, people are just taking photos of NFTs and like the people who own the NFTs are like, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You're getting a call from my lawyer. And it just goes to show you that even the people that like forked over millions for these things don't even really know what they are. <laughs> it's just money laundering, right? Is that what is that? All- so, yeah. nah. <laughs> it's the new mattresses. Uh, mattress stores is now yeah. non-fungible tokens. <laughs> It just means money laundry. I think it's just a scam. I don't know. Like, no, how is it? I don't actually, know. Actually, fungible, fungible is um, that is the move. You know those flag people that they have outside of the mattress store? That's fungible. That's mm. when they can do that. That's fungible. That's why these tokens are so non-fungible. They don't wave in the wind. Oh man, I'm getting into fungible tokens. Fuck non-fungible tokens. Wacky waving fungible tube yeah. men. Yes. This is pro fungible. <laughs> I just saw this. Would you eat this? Uh, there's a company called Illegal Chips that are making three flavors only. Uh, there's one that's Poison Blowfish, one that's called Maggot Filled Cheese, and one that's called Horse Meat. They are $12 a bag. Would you try these products? $12? Yeah. I thought horse was cheap. I thought that was like the cheap option. I thought that's why Taco Bell used it. This is I, This is not fungible. <laughs> I heard that guy. Not fungible. Uh, I will say that I have tried some crazy like gummy bears because I'm like a Harry Potter fan. Uh, and in the book mm. they have like all flavored beans. And I tried one and it was like snot. 
Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. this is actually, I was like, this is actually not a good, I can't believe I spent money on this. I know. They really got us <laughs> with and those. I'm, and I'm done. I didn't even eat anymore. I was like, I'm not going to roll, I'm not going to play roulette with my mouth right now. Yeah. It's fucking flavors. It reminds me of, do you remember Jones Soda and the soda that made like Thanksgiving flavor? Yes. Soda yeah. Pop? yeah. Yeah. And like, it reminds me of that where it's just like oh you're God. selling, you're selling the idea of a prank that's like fun for one person. I don't think that's worth $12 a bag. I'm not going to prank somebody for if it costs you, me $12. Oh my Did God. <laughs> what is that? Fried chicken candy she's holding. <laughs> Oh, well, that kind of <laughs> sounds good, actually. If it's like sweet fried chicken, that kind of sounds good. Well, open it, exactly now we got to see what like. that looks like. Yeah, what is but it? It's, yeah, what? it's also nasty. Um. In the shape of little legs? <laughs> I wish. It's like this. Oh, I like got. A... I didn't get it on purpose. I was gifted it. Um. That is the most gentrified thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to know more about who sent that to you as a gift. What <laughs> yeah, a terrible gift. Who was that person? <laughs> <laughs> it was an unboxing, so they gave a lot of cool stuff. Like, if I say the cool stuff, it completely... Like, they gave me um, some ear... What is the, those uh, beats? They gave me Beats by Dre. Oh, wow. Oh, that's oh awesome. yeah, okay. Now they canceled it out. At first, you I know? thought you meant the, the root vegetable. I got some cured beets and some fried. I am actually yeah. mad Kyle got that joke to work. <laughs> I just came off the road. I was traveling and I was selling um merch for the first time. I had some edibles that were in the shape of a chocolate vagina, like chocolate vagina lips and everything. And mm. I sold out of them so fast that the numbers didn't seem to match with what I was swiping on t- on Tinder. Like I was like, you guys, you guys don't like chocolate vaginas this much, and I don't know why you're pretending <laughs> that you do. Maybe it's the just numbers a spur here, of the it's moment. Not adding up. <laughs> Maybe you're offering it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we decided we would eat. It's a gimmick, but we would eat it. I don't know. It's a gimmick. Well, my yeah, question with the actual thing you were talking about, like the blowfish, is it flavored or it does it use like poisonous? Because that will kill you. It's just flavored. It's not poison. Okay. Well, then they shouldn't call it. Po- they should just call it sort of some fish. <laughs> they consulted on that one with a food scientist and a chef to be like, yeah, this is what it tastes like. I would eat yeah, it if it hell. came with headphones. Yes. <laughs> That's a great point. Give me some Beats by Dre. Beats. I'll eat your booger vomit <laughs> jelly beans if I get some headphones out of it. We all bought those Harry Potter jelly beans. I forgot about those. Mm-hmm. The worst thing J.K. Rowling ever said or did. Nah. <laughs> He's actually retroactively said that they're good. <laughs> She said they're the only jelly beans. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris Christie is testing the waters for 2024. I... That's crazy. I oh. thought the waters were closed down due to government order. <laughs> Why is he there? That's what I was going to say. The, the first thing I think of when I think of him is that picture of him on the beach. And then yeah. the second yeah, thing I think of say. is that meme that went around that was like the curb your enthusiasm music of him standing next to trump can this dude be the president of the united Uh, states no i mean what is he's only like five five right like i think there's limitations in the constitution (laughs) is he that short (laughs) they have a bmi limitation (laughs) 
I will Google it right now, but I don't feel like he's a big guy. I recently Googled 5'11", I think it's, he's listed as, and I want to say yeah, no okay, way. You know who gets you to write that height? You recently Googled him. it? <laughs> I recently Googled it. I think, no, I was. I looked up something else, and uh, it said, had his height listed. Not his weight, but his height. Mm. Well, it does say 5'11", but I'm going to go with 5'10". Everyone, and, yeah. He's 5'11 yeah, on his up. side. You ever meet what? a guy who says they're 5'11"? They're 5'8". Yeah. yeah. What was the thing that happened with him with the bridge? Right, he closed down a bridge to spite somebody or something? Yes. Okay, so here's the problem, and here's why he could get elected, is that I don't think there's enough Americans that understand, like, being frustrated about a bridge being closed down. Ah. That's, that's like, a a New York City thing. Like, Like, I'm from Southern California, I can empathize, but I've I've not been in that situation. Like those people are never gonna vote for Chris Christie because yeah. they've been there emotionally. It's the equivalent of getting the four hundred five shut down, like when we were going through okay. that whole. Where they go. call it Armageddon? Or- yes, Carmageddon. Carmageddon. Yes. Yes. yes, you're about to see it on Wednesday. <laughs> but I also oh, think yeah. that Americans like to vote for politicians who we can tell that their parents clearly hate them. And if you name your child Chris Christie, then you obviously <laughs> didn't give a fuck about what he was going to be or what he was going to do with his life. Like you, you, you sentenced him to obesity for sure. It does sound and like Americans one of his parents stuttered. They relate to that. <laughs> Americans are like, I can't this guy. If you're Chris Christie and a, you're I thin, I have an uncle named Harry Smalls. He was so popular. Like how how does that happen? Harry Smalls. Harry Smalls. Yeah, that was his name. Oh, okay, so we're saying yes, president, because people from where I'm from have never been in traffic. I think he could win because uh, every it, the lengths with which people will go to to own a lib yeah. knows no bounds. <laughs> that is so, true. Yeah. Whoever yeah. makes it out of that primary is probably going to win, and I've seen uh, bigger jokes not end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have no faith in anyone to, unless anyone bullies him, then he won't. But it, I think he could probably win. I don't know. I don't know anything about who could become president anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the last <laughs> duel is a movie starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. It is bombing at the box office. Ridley Scott is blaming millennials and their damn cell phones. Why didn't any of you see this movie? Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. I Is thought this was scary? a fake movie. I thought <laughs> oh, this was a fake movie. Really, yeah. I'm with Kyle on that. I saw a billboard and I thought it was a I thought it was like a movie. SNL sketch. I literally yeah. saw a clip of it and thought it was an because their hair in the movie is so ridiculous. It's like if you, you know, when you play a video game, you can make what they look like. Yes. You made the <laughs> jokest looking person. Po- you, this is like hair option 90 that you had to download. It's called The they Last Duel. It looks like if one of them hosted SNL, this is how the other one would prank them. Or like a Jimmy Kimmel thing that hasn't. I expected Jimmy Kimmel to pop up in it. That's how I felt about the Will Smith, uh, Serena and Venus's dad movie at first. I thought it looked like an SNL sketch, but it was actually really good. You better say that. You better say that. (laughs) Don't come on here with no Will Smith slash Serena Williams father slander. If you know what's good for you. But I heard the numbers. I heard it bond though in terms of like numbers. Which one? In the theater. I wouldn't be surprised. Because <laughs> well, I'm gonna um, watch King home. King this Richard. Is, King Richard. This yeah. is what I don't understand right now. Is like 
I, I, movie theaters know we have more time now, but we still like are prioritizing that time. Like we're not just, we're not just out at the theater every night. Like I yeah. think they still, they're still thinking with like pre-pandemic. Yeah. I'm like, no, if I'm going to go to the theater, I'm being very strategic about this isn't funny. This is just real. Like if I go to the theater, I'm, I need, I need to see something very specific and it probably has to have magic and <laughs> costumes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Everyone's going to like one movie a month and they could go see Dune and IMAX or like yeah. a movie that would that will look okay on their TV in three weeks. I'm only <laughs> going to the movies if the movie is exactly. going to make me feel something. Like if it's a scary movie or a comedy, but if it's like, oh, this is the black struggle. I'm like, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that already. I need something new, <laughs> you know? Like I need yeah. something that's refreshing. At I this don't point. know. If you could only I'm see a movie. I'm prioritizing my health right now too. Like if I'm going to the movies, I'm going in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not risking your life for Damon and Affleck in this. Uh, no, okay. They no, both have and I'm ponytails at, I'm and their, their ball. bullets right now, and they look a hot mess. Andy, it is crazy. Andy, whose baby is that? <laughs> oh no, he froze. My child. This is my child. That's Silas, friend of the show. He's Silas playing in this room, and he's so cute. Hi. This is the cutest. What's kid. his name? Silas. Hi, Silas. Hi. He's judging all of you right now. Ooh. I, I he really gives it up. Him. He really gives it up when things are truly funny, right, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> if you two, if any of you guys busted out like a a spot on impression of an elephant right now, that's kind of. I thought he liked giraffes. Ready? He's moved on to elephant. He's moved on to elephants. Wow. Ready? No. <laughs> the spot. Maybe he goes to theaters and checks that out. <laughs> okay, I mentioned uh, Will Smith and that uh, King Richard, which I said I liked. Chanel, thank you. I said I liked it a lot. Good job. Good job. Uh, I actually did not know there were other Williams sisters. I learned that from the movie. Uh, what is your favorite Will Smith performance? Do you like Fresh Prince? Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black. Ollie, what is the best Will Smith in your head? And you picture Will Smith. What's the best version well, of Will Smith? I, well, immediately I think about that movie where he was a cartoon fish. <laughs> Finding um, Nemo. <laughs> no, it wasn't no. Finding Nemo. Shark Tales. Oh, Shark Tales. Shark Tales? I don't, I'm too old for that. I'm an old man. I think it was Shark Tales, I'm not sure. But he was incredible. That was my first time ever feeling sexual attraction to a fish, let alone... <laughs> A cartoon fish? Like what? There's that was like your fish. shape of water right there. Did he say did he say I did he say I make I make being a fish look good or something like that? <laughs> yes, he did. I'm yes, assuming he did. that line's in the preview. movie. I make sharking look good or something. Sure. Like that. But I will also give an honorable mention to six degrees of separation. And he recently did an article where he said that back then he was totally in love with Stockard Channing. And oh, I just yeah. love saying Stockard Channing Rizzo. so much. I could say Stockard Channing all day and people would love it. So yeah, I like I like that movie. <laughs> yeah. She played Rizzo in Greece. That's right, she did. <laughs> Who else has a favorite Will Smith? Kimberly, I can tell that you have one. Um actually I was gonna say six degrees of separation, but my second Will Smith moment favorite is him as the fresh prince with dj yeah. jazzy jeff yeah like i mean he had a whole hip-hop career before tv and film you know i always loved his 
loved his uh, rap styling. If he told you from my child ears at the time, so if he told you to get crypto, would you? <laughs> if he was paying for it, sure. <laughs> his Instagram wow. is way too lighthearted for a crypto post. Yeah, he <laughs> he's out like, here like I'm gonna try key lime pie for the first time, and we're like, what are you doing? You would have to insert this like financial Funny. advice in some other deep video where he's like, if you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and you feel broke. It's time for Bitcoin because I can tell you, like, it would have to be really deep and motivated. Di- he's like, this is the difference between broken and broke. And then he would be like breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, he's got this new show or something called The Best Shape of Your Life. I don't know it exactly, but he's in the picture, like, scrunching his body to the side. And it's like, if I woke up and looked like he looks in that picture, I would feel amazing. I don't look that good. So it's like his shit is my like, oh fuck, I'm pretty hot right now. Like that's what he's dealing with. So yeah, once well, you again, know what moment yeah. was really good, I forgot to say, was that dramatic moment he had on Fresh uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air with, with Uncle Phil. Phil. With Uncle Phil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That should have got an that, Oscar right there. I that, know so TV shows don't get Oscars. <laughs> they make an exception. Scene, they should single handedly healed more people than like Chris Christie ever helped. Like he, like that, you know, <laughs> yeah. that should be a platform. If he helped three, he's then run. he's already, you know, way past the Chris Christie threshold. I mean, that scene <laughs> shut down a bridge, but everybody was just crying when they were thinking about it. <laughs> there's for, a lot of, uh, for Will there's Smith a, president. Oh, he could win. Yeah. He would totally. For sure. There's a lot of underrated Will Smith movies, like the one where he's the last person in the world. And then the space movie that he made with his son, <laughs> I am that? legend is good. He's really great. I am legend. What was the other one? I robot. I am legend, and then I nobody forget is the good name in I robot. It's like the one he's in with the son. I also remember. That's thinking. the pursuit of happiness. That is one. There's another one involving like space. Where's yeah. pursuit of happiness in space? Yeah. After Earth. I don't know. Independence Day. <laughs> Independence Day <laughs> is as good as it gets with him. After Earth. I think... After Earth. Where he's the, there's a movie where he's the last person on Earth, and then there's I a am movie legend. where him and his son are the last people. Uh, I will, I will uh, say that if Will, Smith, if Will Smith wanted to run for president, um, his campaign would have to make sure that Jada doesn't do any interviews because <laughs> she would burst oh, that bubble man. real quick. I tell you that. She'd bring us down, and we'd reconsider any vote in his name. I know it. <laughs> Not a Jada fan. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah well she my favorite well, she shares a lot if he ran for president it would be like i've defeated aliens multiple times i've saved the earth on several occasions yeah i punched an alien in the face i, I made uh, us all like randy quaid for three hours <laughs> crystal what were you gonna say yeah so i think the actual my favorite will smith anything like is it's like right above that performance with Uncle Phil is um, uh, the song Wild Wild West. Honestly, like you cannot. I love it so much. And I I recommend going back and looking at the music video because it's probably wilder than you thought. Like Cisco is yelling. There's like a interlude with with Alfonso Ribeiro for some reason. And like Stevie Wonder's like it's crazy. Like a blind Stevie <laughs> yeah. Wonder in the wild, wild west. Allegedly. 
And he's got a gun. Yeah, allegedly blind. Yeah. Allegedly. And he's got a gun. Everybody had a gun. <laughs> well, that was just what America song, for you. What is a song from the early 2000s without Cisco yelling in the middle? Ah, yes. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is a Limp Biscuit song, and I don't want to hear it. Right. Even then, you can remix them together. I've got a Napster. I love that era of movie songs. Napster. I love that era of movie songs, too, where they were clearly like, here's some aspects of the movie. Oh, yeah. Putting them together. Will Smith was just like, here's the whole plot. And, uh, you know, the people are just like, stop spoiling the movie in the rap. (laughs) He's giving spoilers to Men in Black in that song. And then at the end, we do take down the spider. We trap all of his legs. And you're like, buddy, we didn't even know there was a spider. And you're rapping about it? <laughs> we save Earth at the end of Men in Black. And we're gonna make four and, more. Oh, crap. We're gonna make well, four more. That's the men in. That's the men in. We defeat the aliens, and then Earth is saved at the end of this movie. Okay, cut. That can't be part of the song. I that's do think he even movie. raps about like Tommy Lee Jones seeing his wife again in her. St- <laughs> He's like, buddy, that's yeah. such a specific oh. plot. Well, everybody loved the Fresh Prince theme song so much. Everybody's like, just tell him exactly what I happened. Know, that, that is what started it. Was- <laughs> Tell them exactly what it is. Do they do that anymore? I feel like that's a lost art. The movie song. I would see like Dune. Like they they could have done like a. (laughs) You know where they. You know where they do that. Yeah, the seven hour opening credits to Dune. Bobby Brown does that in the Ghostbusters too. Queen. New spice, and there's a planet where the spice is. We're going spicy with a. Yeah. Oh, I'm crushing it with my child. (laughs) If you. (laughs) Andy hasn't listened to rap since '92. I know. Like, but I feel like every '90s, but every rap movie song should be in that style. That's true. Just clearly defining. You just list elements of the movie. I stepped all over whatever Crystal was about to say. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, just that if you do watch, which I'm not recommending, or the first episode of Queens, that new show with Brandy and Eve, and I, I, it's very bad. But um, they do that. They do that thing. They like say the plot in the song. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Is the song bad? Are you saying the song theme song is bad, or is the show bad, or both? The show is bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. It's well, bad. Eve is, Eve is from Philly, like me, and I've yet to get those paw print tattoos on my titties, but I'm gonna get them soon. <laughs> but it's, I will Monday, tell you when I moved. When I moved from Philly to New York a few years ago, I went to the Knitting Factory back when Hannibal Burris used to host it. It was a very popular show in New York City. And wouldn't you know, Eve was there with a white man and his children. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is a new renaissance. This Brooklyn crowd is taking Trini to a whole nother level, you know? Hey, has she Hannibal used to, ever... Used to sometimes not rhyme. She used to not rhyme on tracks. And we would be like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Has um has Hannibal ever performed in Philly? <laughs> I'm playing. Come on. Uh, if you don't know what he's referencing, <laughs> Hannibal performed in Philly years ago, and the crowd was a little rowdy. And he was like, "Y'all know Bill Cosby's a terrible person, right?" And they were all like, "What?" That's where he fallout. That's where he fallout from it. Yeah. <laughs> it was fallout, and Did I a few weeks after that, I ran into Hannibal, and he looked very depressed. And he was like, "Man, I just feel like everybody's coming at me." And I was like, "Yo, bro, you said it. We all knew it. You said it, but we knew it. So don't take it out of yourself. You didn't give Bill Cosby those pills. You didn't do it. <laughs> and then no, I, was like, I hope Did you, didn't. you I was like, Hannibal, how old are you? Did you give him those? 
<laughs> a lot of insider information about prescriptions. <laughs> I've known Hannibal since open mics in Chicago in 2004. And let me tell you, I was more surprised than Cosby by that whole thing. That was wild that he was national news. I, w- I went to Temple University, which is like famous for Bill Cosby. He used to come in and speak at every uh, uh, commencement. And for four years I was there, didn't see him. Four mm. years. I'm killing it. Also, uh, I want to take back that title so that people are not like, oh, Bill Cosby went to Temple. They're going to be like, Chanel Ali went to Temple, and we're we're done. Because people used to say that about me all the time. Like, oh, you're like a young Bill Cosby. And then one day they stopped. They stopped. <laughs> Congratulations. You kept it on your website, but they stopped saying it. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, what have you guys heard? <laughs> Uh, okay, the Winter Olympics are in two months from now. The United States, the United States, we, we got the we got the summer ones late because of COVID. So the 2022 February 2022, which is right around the corner, we might boycott uh, that Olympics because it's in China. Are um, you good with that? Are you gonna miss out? None of you knew it was happening. Apparently, who's we? I feel I feel like every time there's an Olympics, someone tries to tell me that I'm not supposed to be watching these Olympics. They do. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna watch the Olympics. I can't. I, I, I'm gonna pretend I know what luge is, and I'm gonna pretend I know what ski. I watched curling once, and I was like, "What is this? I want to do this." Best. I love the Olympics. I get. I'm already got. I didn't know it was a couple months. I'm excited. What's the big I one? Like Figure the, skating uh... is big. Figure skating. Figure skating yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't watch that. I've watched the weird ones. I'm basically going to use it as an opportunity to quote random lines from, um, uh, what is the movie with the Jamaican bobsled team? Cool, run- cool, cool running. Cool running. Cool running. Yes. 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 There's lots of lines about that mm-hmm. movie. Feel and, the rhythm, uh, you know? Yeah, and that's Feel it. Feel the rhyme. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Did you see in uh, the Summer Olympics, Russia got banned, but yes, the athletes yes, yes. still got to go? Yes. And they were called like yeah. unassociated yeah. Russians. And we're all like, we know what that fucking is. And we just we know, know you're Russian. We're like, yeah. Unassociated Russian people. We all know what that means. And like halfway so, through, they just gave up on it. The announcers were like, this guy's Russian. <laughs> this is <laughs> Vladimir this is Trubisky, and he is from somewhere, and he's yeah. competing in and the biathlon. And they couldn't say Russia, but they were, they were like, they were like, wink, wink. And the winner of the gold is, you know where he's from. He's Russian. <laughs> So um, my best friend, uh, she lives in Taiwan, and China would never report this news because, well, one, it was their their mistake. But um, so China, like you guys probably know, like they don't acknowledge Taiwan as its own thing. Right. Um, And so that played even into the Olympics. So when they were filming the Olympics in China, what they did was during that, you know, that time where they're all walking around the track with all the flags so they were trying to like not show taiwan so like the they had the person like like cut away to another camera when taiwan came up and then but they they cut back too late and so they completely missed china (laughs) (laughs) that person's dead okay Ah, like they're not with us anymore like oh wow What do you, your yeah, best friend is, their family. your best friend lives in Taiwan? Yeah. How, how she would moved, she moved to Shanghai first and then because she was a Disney Imagineer. Um, and so, and then she quit that and then she ended up visiting Taiwan and she visited there and then get, got stuck and then just decided to stay there long-term to help her mom. It's that part's not fun, but yeah. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. President Xi of China, the head of China, 
uh, visited my hometown of Muscatine, Iowa in 1986 and was given like the key to the city. And now it's like a place where Chinese tourists go to see where this dude like lived. He was like too old to be a foreign exchange student, but it was the same idea. (laughs) He was in my town in 86. It's crazy. Just around. Yeah. Just hanging out. They sent him there to learn about farming. So when he got the go. key of the city, they probably he probably thought he was literally getting the key of the city. Like, this is my city now. This, this small, I own this small yeah. Iowa town now. He probably and locked like, it before this he is my left. <laughs> he locked it. He's just shoving it in his Airbnb keyhole. It's way too big. There's got to be a history to key to the city that I don't understand. Like Saddam like Hussein. Tra- it doesn't translate in, in Chinese. That is yeah. just like a metaphor. And he's like, yeah, no, this is my city. Andy, did you know that Saddam Hussein has the key to the city to Detroit? Oh, what? I would have guessed no, that. If you gave me five guesses, I would have guessed. I don't Look, believe that. Who has Google? So you have Saddam Hussein. I mean, you, you, he gave you, Saddam Hussein. I mean, why not? Because he's in a war it, with they, Iran. They gave it to him last year. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to him posthumously last yeah. year. Maybe he'll find some oil there and churn shit around. <laughs> it's his Heath Ledger Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I Google Saddam Hussein too much. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> Just trying to print off posters. Yeah, you're right. September 26, 1970. Wait. That's crazy because he was, he was doing bad things back then. <laughs> wow. All right, Andy's gone. We can make up anything we want about Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> No, Adoption, 1980. am I right? Seattle till I remembered. I, when you're from outside of Detroit, you really like you you really put in the Detroit you 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 pepper that into conversations. You're like, I'm from Detroit, and you're like, how many times have you been to actual Detroit? And you're like, well, we avoided it because my parents didn't think it'd be safe if I went there for concerts and whatnot. But I'm from Detroit. <laughs> 
That's how Chicago. That's every never, Midwestern. I never drove through it alone, but I'm from there. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten tires stolen off of my car and put on bricks um, four times in the city of Detroit. Four times. Dang, that's Just in like the early 2000s, that was a thing that was like you just assumed it was going to happen to your car if you parked in Detroit. Wow. You were just like, okay, I, I, I better call my tire guy. I guess I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, that's Crystal Chanel, Kyle, Kimberly, and Andy. Please hit subscribe. Can you imagine how good this show would be live in your town? Anyway, there's still more show. But if you want video of this panel and like 81 videos of 81 other panels, that is on the show's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido, B-R-I-D-O. If you join that, I give you preferential treatment. You can submit questions to the panel. You can read World Series reviews, 1903 to 1960. I posted my 41st Chicago Comedy History Project bonus show this week with Rob Paravonian, the pride of Waukegan, Illinois, after Bonafide Hunk Jacob Vick, that is. Rob had one of the first viral videos on YouTube, Pocket Bell's Rant. He's so funny. Check that out. That is available on video and on audio. If you want to support the show, the Patreon is also where you go. Do I need your money? Yes. Patreon.com forward slash brighter. And if you're already a patron, I fucking love you. Sunday, I'm going to be on Real Life Sci-Fi on Schraub Home Video. That's with Wade Randolph and Willie Roberts. Always a lot of fun. Check that out. Also, Power Moves with Mike Burns got such a reaction from people this week that I'm going to post the audio that people loved at the end of this episode. I didn't ask Burns' permission, so just I'm just going to leave that there. That's for you if you want to check that out. Also, check out Power Moves with Mike Burns. That show is fantastic. All right. We'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa, my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn it from black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ, motherfucking bar he's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, Plata, the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What's the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other to determine who's the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, to help decide the winner's tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel's a music geek, and they're not shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. 
Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. I'm thankful you guys fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Crystal, Chanel, Kyle, Kimberly, and Andy. Please subscribe. Um, Thanksgiving is... Well, I've already been ha- already happened by the time this comes out. Fresh, yeah, great, topical. Fresh cranberries, canned cranberries. Settle this debate. Where are you Neither, on that? Neither, neither. Let's Man. grow up and stop <laughs> having fruity dessert. Yeah, grow up and do acid, losers. Let's stop doing this. It's not a dessert. It's a side. It's a side, and it's delicious. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Fresh uh, tomato or canned juice? tomato? Sorry, there's not broccoli rob on it. I'm naming Philly things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The quotes were a lot. But, you know, white <laughs> the people for a long lot. time have been trying to take fruit-type dishes and repurpose it into other parts of the meal. I've seen videos like TikToks oh, yeah. of fruit pizza a ton. Ooh. Oh, my Let God. Go. Just stop it. Let's stop Putting this. eggs in pancake, like frying an egg inside of a pancake. Yes. I saw that video. I saw that video. It's called a toad in the hole. No. Kind of pancake. Yeah. You don't toad in a hole of pancake? All right. No, you do do it with a piece of bread. I'm from the Midwest. We put. You can also just eat pancakes and eggs next to each other. Right, right, right. Andy, you don't know. You don't have the key to the city. Every time Andy went to Detroit, they actually stole the egg out of his pancake. They lifted the plate right up. He just had to get his pancake. Saddam Hussein used to love putting eggs on top of things. That's why they called him the toad in the get hole when they found him. Chili, put an egg on it. But I do feel that way about cranberry sauce. Like even when I was little, I was always like, I don't want this. Somebody would always give me a sliver, whether they made it fresh or it came in a can. I was grossed out. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. It just feels like it tastes like the word twang. And why are we eating sounds? Why are we oh trying to God. choose sounds? That reminds me of the honey boo boo casserole. What is that? Do you that? remember this? Oh. There's this casserole she made where it was just layers and layers and layers of cranberry sauce and like I want something, some bread like type butter. thing. Maybe white bread or I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was rough. <laughs> Probably all safely those, assumed it's white bread. Yeah, I would assume, yeah. If you go to uh, Guy Fieri's restaurant in Times Square, which I went to with my mom, if you go there on the wall, they have uh, famous people autographed the plates. And on the wall, Honey Boo Boo autographed a plate. And it is right above Al Gore. (laughs) In Times Square, in Guy Fieri's office. You know, Al Al Gore is just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, I was technically the president for four hours. He invented the internet. He solved global warming. He was president overnight one time. (laughs) He's like, wow. Hers hers is like right above it. Hers is on the same line as like a pope. And it's just an incredible place to be. Would have stopped 9-11. I kind of. Next to Mark Wahlberg's. I kind of think canned cranberries. I always thought it was fascinating as a kid. I think it's good. Like I eat it. I eat the can, and it's the only food uh, that takes the shape of the can. I eat the can, he said. Which I think is a bad sign. No, there's the shape. There's dog food. (laughs) Okay, dog food. Dog food and guess Chanel's too good for dog food. Excuse me. Even if it's fresh. Yeah. No, you guys are vegan. <laughs> it really pushed. This is true. I was at the grocery store, and you know how you get like, I do like curbside pickup. 
and they just pushed cranberry. I was trying to get tomato juice to make chili, and they were just like, "We don't have tomato juice, but we gave you cranberry juice." What? It's like <laughs> on what on what planet am I making? Like, how is that? Yeah. Tomato what did? Juice what do you guys think I'm here to make? <laughs> Was it a man that did that? I'm sorry. I've had so many times where our order has been weird and strange. I'll put him on blast. I'm furious. It's the pavilions. It's the pavilions on Mel or up on um, Santa Monica and uh, Robertson. It's oh, the pavilions on Santa. I got them. What a wild. I used, to do the, I used to go to the <laughs> Rouse that shut down and Shalia, my girl, would hook me up. She would bring me. I heard you, Kimberly. To my window. And now um, these people... watching, watching this baby watch Andy complain right now is that's because just... this is the fourth time this baby has heard these words in this order today. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Silas's face. He's like, Dad, let it go. Like you're telling everybody which story it is. I'm fine with that. You turned me into like Larry David when you told me that. Like I oh, buddy, I'll put them on blast, the pavilions off of Robertson. <laughs> North uh, um, NoHo. Why don't you just go to the Ralphs over there? Did it close? How was your cranberry chili? The Ralphs like shut down. I know. Oh yeah, did you make chili? Did you make cranberry chili? I had to do a whole thing. I had to go into the store and I rose. (laughs) I I raised a stink in the customer service department. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I know. My baby was there. He saw it. Like he's he's. I think I saw this video on the public freakouts Reddit. He lived it. Wait, that's the pavilions in WeHo, right? Uh, WeHo is what I meant to say. Yeah, the pavilions yeah, in WeHo. Said no, and I was like, no, no. Oh, it's, this it's, is it's what... hard to get to. I almost accidentally run over gay guys every time I'm driving oh, yeah. there. They're just in the streets. The I can't. I really the okay, the, the, the listeners <laughs> won't They're know. They're parading in the streets of WeHo every Sunday. And I can't get to the pavilions part. Silas's face is saying, hey, <laughs> nobody outside of L.A. knows about this pavilion. People can't see this, but uh, Andy's time. baby just called a lift to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and it says he's going to the crypto.com arena. <laughs> he's holding a flashlight at Andy's face, telling him to he's wrap it up. My baby just phone. bought stock in pavilion. Andy's baby is like, I'm going to go back to Detroit. I don't <laughs> <even> <laughs> need yeah. At least it's quiet. We don't have a key to that city i can't help you (laughs) we're not welcome there um oh you mentioned uh getting power for something kamala harris got 85 minutes of the kind of official presidency yeah uh what's the over under on her getting that again permanently very soon. You mean uh, his death? Mm-hmm. Are we talking about Joe Biden's death? What? I would never say that, but yes, he's. Oh, oh that is what you're saying. Okay. He says he's yeah. running again in 2024. He would be 86 years old by the time that is over. Oh, shit. Crystal yeah, laughed. Kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like you're asking us if we have any plans to get him out of here. Like, you know? And if I did, I, w- I wouldn't say it on Zoom. Oh man, how far we've come from him being a quirky onion headline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think about that Jason weird, Sudeikis so, like, impression, and it's like, that's not Joe Biden. That's not a thing. <laughs> what did she accomplish? Like, I heard it announced. Like, did she do some stuff? Medicare for president? all. <laughs> Medicare for all. <laughs> really, really she canceled student all debt. She was debt. there. She could have done it. It was helpful because then Biden didn't have to pay for the colonoscopy. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah. It was just that for was like good, I 24 hours. Yeah. 80, 85 like minutes. Deep, 
It's like a Veep plot thing for the first woman president to become president because an old white guy gets a colonoscopy. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the technicality yeah. that Veep would give someone the I feel like that happened on Veep. That did happen. I remember that happened on Veep. Like, not the colonoscopy part, but he did end up, yeah, giving her the presidency. Yeah, she would became president in some weird way, yeah. Yeah, because his wife, I think, was like... Um, like threatened to commit suicide and he needed to Oh, whatever. that is right. Yeah. <laughs> not even as stupid as the colonoscopy. Yeah. If you had to put money yeah. on it, are you like is he going to live? Do you think that they're going to keep Joe Biden alive for the for the rest of his This isn't killing him. Yeah. This is Life? we're safe from that. <laughs> well, I definitely think that if something happens, yeah. <laughs> something happens to him, we won't know. I like in your scenario, Mike, there's people like propping up the president or like, are these people going to keep doing their job? Yeah. Right. You're basically describing a Facebook meme. That's a weekend at Bernie's Photoshop. (laughs) Yes, exactly that. And that's what will happen. And a lot of people will fall for it. They're like, Joe's just chilling more. He's like, more mellow. (laughs) Have his arm propped up on a Camaro. Like in all the pictures. (laughs) And it's like because... he really trusts Kamala. He's doing yeah. all of his future speeches right now. I bet they're just taping those speeches. Yeah, yeah. But I feel they're... like they can get away with that because, because honestly, like I was realizing just in this question, this is the most I've thought about a president in the past, however long. Yeah. Like before I was always thinking about it, whether yeah. I wanted to or not, and I'm not. It's not in my. It's not in my conscious anymore. So, yeah, they could get away with that because I'm just like, I'm not even, I'm like, Joe Biden. Yeah, it's fucking Who? awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about Obama. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, I never go and check Joe Biden's Twitter, ever. <laughs> no, ever. no. Ever. Like, ever. Yeah. I, even if somebody was like, yo, he's wilding on Twitter today. I'm like, <laughs> And, you know, let him have a day. I wouldn't even go check it. Do you remember when we started cheering for nurses and medical workers? I didn't yes. I didn't know what that was. So I heard it in Silver Lake and I ran out into the room and I go, "Did he die?" Like I was so excited. <laughs> I thought that everybody just launched into like a celebration. Yeah. Uh so he's going to live. He's going to live, we're saying. Okay. Or he won't, and we won't know. So, yeah. <laughs> but I do, around. I do like the weekend at Bernie's scenario, and then uh, Vice President Harris just has to watch that and be like, "Was I that bad? The twenty-four hours as president? That <laughs> your weekend burnsing this guy? Weekend, weekend burnses. We, your weeky burn. Yeah, even your Bernie is there. Burns He's like, my fucking name weekend. is weekend. <laughs> uh, they find another way to bring up Bernie <laughs> without actually letting him become president. <laughs> The only way Bernie can become president is weekend at Bernie's. You would be like, it's weekend at Bernie's, and Republicans would be like, at which of his houses? (laughs) (laughs) That shed in Vermont. Uh, okay, the, their Sesame Street had an Asian Muppet for the first time, and Republicans were fucking mad. What? All of your story leads do sound like they could be on Newsmax at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little Fox News. It, it really sounds like a crazy Breitbart article headline. <laughs> I think it's because I look like I watch those shows. <laughs> I like how Sesame Street is just pull, pulling out all the stops. Like this year, they were like, homosexual Muppet. Black Muppet, transgender Muppet, and finally they were Muppet. like Asian. 
<laughs> like, and last, but certainly not least, the Asian mother. <laughs> and we've done all of them. And, like, that's fine. What what's Have the they problem? done all? They did a transgender Muppet? They did everything? I think like... they did a... Well, no, they did... I don't think they've done that yet, but they did do, like, a... Um, uh, did they do a homosexual Muppet? No, I mean, I'm a, feeling like, no, if I'm black. hearing about Asian, you know what I mean? Like, just they Asian. Did, they did a Muppet that had, um, I think, like, two moms or two dads or something oh. like that. And they yeah. did an autistic... They did an autistic Muppet. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys uh, remember the Muppets? There was like the two white guys who sat up in the rafters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was little and I used to watch that, I was like, oh, this is like, the Muppets is like a microcosm. It's like, this is what life is like. And they actually have characters based on some terrible white people. And look at they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they roll out like a woke Muppet, they should interview uh, Waldorf. Who's the other one? Waldorf and Astoria. Waldorf. No, I think that's, a, I think that's a hotel you just Waldorf. described. <laughs> well, one of them is Waldorf. One of them is Waldorf. One of them is Waldorf. Plaza and Hilton. <laughs> Something Double in Waldorf. And, uh... Double tree and holiday. <laughs> <laughs> no, Waldorf is definitely one of them. Shut this up. This is my Kyle. Muppet. This up, is my Kyle. Muppet Hotel Eight. Statler and Waldorf. Stat- yeah, Statler. yeah. Statler. What was it? Statler. They should, they should pop in and have their own show that is like a Fox News, and they are like, and they can't even make jokes anymore. They've just. Oh my God, like, Fox I News. Don't, I don't go on Sesame Street anymore. I don't walk down that street. I can't. I can't handle how woke it is. Oh my god! The, the only characters they like on Fox News are Statler and Waldorf. Yes, yes, yes. It would just be yeah. Jim Brewer voicing both like of them the about Muppets how it was better when they were the on Patriotic Eagle. Oh yeah, the Patriotic Eagle also. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing that's confusing with the Muppets is uh, is that they've had Asian people on Sesame yeah. Street. Like, I feel like that's. And I'm I'm not against them having a Muppet, but it's just when you have a sea of characters that are Muppets that are also green, orange, purple, and red and furry. I'm like, wait, what's the message? I don't. I'm so worried. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I always I thought that was the whole thing with the Muppets. The nationality. Were... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were just like ambiguous life lesson things. Yeah. And then people would, there's actual humans on the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't care about them. Yeah. It is weird to need representation in puppets or to not even like to, or to be mad about that is also weird too, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. And when I was a little kid, I was really upset with Alf because I was like, he's eating cats. <laughs> yeah. He's eating cats and talking to us. And you guys are like, it's fine. Let him live in our house. What in the, this is crazy. Right. Cat, eating a cat isn't that far from eating a person. It's not that far. Plus, he's an acronym. Eat. We've established that you hate ac- acronyms. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you shouldn't trust talking aliens that want to hurt your pets. That's crazy. Do you remember where he was from? <laughs> Hell no. Melmac. Is- thank you. I don't know why. I thought I you were going to oh, say Detroit. <laughs> 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 Gonna be mad. <laughs> Saddam is one thing. The key. Alpha, I, I do remember that when I was a child. I was at the ceremony when they handed Alpha the key to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Elmo uh, has one. Alpha has one. They gave out a three. lot of keys. <laughs> they gave out a lot of keys. 
That was um, when they were giving the houses away for free, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know if they were the keys, keys to the city. They just wanted people to move back. Keys to the houses. <laughs> that's that's what Saddam Hussein actually has. is just a dilapidated condo in the middle of the <laughs> old car industry district. Yeah, but if he fixes that up, you could put a brunch place downstairs. <laughs> um, the Cleveland Indian urban garden on the roof. <laughs> the Cleveland Indians Nobody are officially called the Guardians now, and I noticed. I thought about it. Yeah. Uh, Indiana literally means land of the Indians, because uh, India was taken, I guess. But should we rename that state, Indiana? Rename it. What do you guys? Guardian Anna. Guardian Anna. No, eh, I don't know. I think if we call it anything else, uh, you know, the people from there will feel better about themselves. And we don't want. <laughs> That's true. I, I don't know if you've been to Indiana. I've been there. It is bleak. It is <laughs> maybe the worst place. So <laughs> I don't know. If it's My parents live there. It's bad. Your parents live in Indiana. Title. Yeah, they moved to Indiana. Indianapolis. I went, I went to the Indy 500 once. It is not the best of us. I Even the Indy that. 500 shortens the name of where it is, so you'll think it's about Harrison Ford. <laughs> they are like, it's. Indy. There's constantly articles about how truckers won't stop in Indiana. Really, truckers? Yeah. And truckers are like, no thanks. I'm gonna go to anywhere else. To Springfield, Illinois. Or- <laughs> I'm not going to show this go to clip Ohio. to Megan Gailey. Yeah. She's going to be upset about this. <laughs> yes, Megan Gailey, who notoriously oh, yeah. never left Indiana. <laughs> yeah, the one person who tweets about the Indiana Pacers. Except she Megan left the Gailey. moment she could. <laughs> yeah. Everyone does. She so still sends me shit talking Purdue texts. And I, it's so, if you're it's texting like, about yeah. Purdue, I don't know. Uh, here's a very bougie sentence. I'm so sorry. Um, but in Paris, uh, there is best friend in Taiwan. What else? (laughs) In Paris, they call it the indigenous people. Uh, no, but there is a chain, a chain of restaurants called cafe Indiana. And the theme is native Americans in that way that you're initially thinking of. Yes. And guess what kind of food they serve? Tex-Mex for some reason. Oh my god! What? <laughs> I'm for this. That. Yeah, I'm I for love it. That a lot. Yeah, I like anything that looks like you put it through Google Translate three times, <laughs> <laughs> just like back and forth. I, I think I'm I'm okay with that. They probably went to like a French person go to like Takes or like Figaro uh, in LA and be like, it's the same thing to them or something. Yeah. It's just that offensive. Oh man, I love that place. I love that for years there was a comedy show interrupting people's. $50 steak dinner. Oh, yeah. I used to love performing there, and it's an expensive <laughs> restaurant. And people be like, what the fuck is What's happening? What's the longest you've ever accidentally called something taxi before you realized it was taxi? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. for me, it was five years. And it was I that still restaurant. don't know how to say that word. I've heard tay. It's taya or something like that. No. It's closed. Is it's it closed? <laughs> and I, I remember performing there. My, you would, you would, uh, perform in front of an active fireplace and you would like your ass would be on fire in the yeah. middle of a 10 minute set french and it was just like the french toast zach sherwin and comedy punishment margie menson <laughs> margie menson zach sherwin i don't know why i remember it's a great is a great place thank you for booking me Ty, Ty i met my wife and got engaged there wow oh, wow really you. yeah not during a show i hope it's 301 how's everybody doing i just want to check in 
Well, it's 6 go. over it's here, time. and I'm I tired go. of not feeling included. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you more we street directions. <laughs> no ho. What are you talking about? We got both of those. Soho. Here Sorry, Soho. That's New York. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you if for the people watching, you have a map of New York behind you so they know where you are. That's it's south of yeah. Houston, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just log off. (laughs) Bye, everybody. I love (laughs) Sohu. All right, I do gotta go. It's nap. Do you have a? Do you want to plug anything? Um, Saddam Hussein has the key to the city. I think it's still on. uh, Haunt the Johnsons on Audible. Uh, Listen to it. All right. Bye. (laughs) He's still here. He's still here. I love it. Does anybody want to plug anything before uh, it gets too late? I don't care, but they can go to ChanelAli.com. I have some shows that I'm going to be doing, and there's dates for those shows on that website. Hell yeah. My dates are on her website as well. That's right. (laughs) I I needed to give you my avails. Uh, (laughs) Crystal or Kimberly, do you want to plug anything? I'm just smelling this chicken candy and chicken. (laughs) Does it smell like chicken? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm gonna actually. I actually want to try that. Not the horse meat potato chips, but that... you can get it. I've. I actually looked it up earlier. It's, I still have a tab open for it. I'm gonna get this fried chicken candy for sure. It's only eight dollars and ninety four cents, and it'll be here uh, by December twenty sixth. What is the backlog on shipping this candy? What the fuck? <laughs> supply so chain. Supply chain. I'd vote. I'd vote for Trump again if this candy would show up a little bit. They quicker. they have the same problem that Popeye has actually. Yeah. I saw the boat waiting to dock in the bay of fried chicken candy. <laughs> I want it. This is a. I don't know if um, Kyle or Kimberly have done this one before, but I always like to ask people. What is your favorite bad or dumb conspiracy theory? Not necessarily one that you believe in, but you're like, God, I'm glad that that one exists in the world. For example, people have said things like Bill Hicks and Alex Jones are the same person. That's a fun one. Um, (laughs) Birds do not exist. I saw a van that said that. That's a fun one. Oh, it's well, a, a couple of years ago, I saw I had a couple of friends who were like in this conspiracy about the rapper Fetty Wap, who famously has like one good eye and one crazy eye. Yeah. And they were like, we think that crazy eye is fake and he has two good eyes. And I was like, I, like I actually don't think he has any eyes whatsoever. I think you guys are missing <laughs> the hustle. And he's <laughs> pretending that he has a lesser handicap than he does. And when you do, it's nothing. It's nothing. He has no eyes. Wake up. Wake up, people. Sheeple. Fatty Wap, no so good eyes. Mine is eye-related also, because I... You, Here we somebody go. mentioned it earlier. It's the Stevie Wonder. Stevie that's Wonder. Yes, Wonder that was what I was going to say. Yeah, yes. that's my favorite. I love it so much. I heard something about... Um, well, I'm a big New Edition fan, so they were on American uh, Music Awards last night. Oh, sorry. I didn't see. I didn't see the whole show. I just saw their performance. They were with New Kids on the Block. Yeah. But um, Ralph Tresvant had uh, no. It was Bobby Brown song. Every little step I take. So they said that I think Ralph Tresvant is singing some of the song. Like it's really his vocals in there and not uh-huh. Bobby's. That's like in the one. original song or like the performance yeah, last or night? Or in the, in the recording. 
I don't know if it's for that song or if it's for Ralph Tresvant's uh, Sensitivity, where they said it's really Bobby singing. Do you know who started that rumor? I don't know if it's a rumor or conspiracy. I don't know, but. I read it on (laughs) RalphTresvant.com. I love Ralph Tresvant. (laughs) and the, th- the thing about the Stevie Wonder thing is, is I actually have a do- I do have a personal story. Tell me. Um, I'm so sorry. And um, I used to I want to hear for- it more than anybody. <laughs> I used to. So I used to work for Debbie Allen. I was. Yeah. So anyway. And one time he came by the office like this was early on when I first started to work there. And um, I remember one time they were like, OK, he's coming with Debbie. We need to clean up. And I was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Why? Um, What were you doing for Debbie Allen? That's a story, girl. Uh, So I first started off as like a registrar, assistant to the registrar at her dance academy. And then I became her executive assistant. Ooh. Wow. Because I exude capability. I would say. She would know if he could secretly see. Exactly. When it comes to conspiracy theories, I generally think how many people would have to keep the secret, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if people, if 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 fifty thousand people got to cover up the moon landing, we probably just went to the moon because fifty thousand people can't keep a secret. Stevie Wonder could be like six. Hold on though. Yeah. yeah. Hold on though. Keep a secret, like. Right. If you're like or, okay. Or- it, or also play a part in the secret. Like if the right. earth is flat, then all of these seventh grade teachers are just in agreement in agreement that they're going to keep lying to kids. Like, I just don't believe that. I know it's but the, <laughs> the, the little ones. I think that conspiracy theorists who can't get over that. Some of them are real are ruining the Stevie wonder ones. I think the, the, the QAnon people believing this insane stuff make you sound crazy when you say Steve Wonder's not blind. Even they're like flooding us uh, with so many. But I have seen some good arguments online where people post a photo of him and he's got a nice outfit on and right. like a fancy a fancy watch. And they're like, you know what do you need else, a watch for? You know who else has seen those? Stevie Wonder. Because he <laughs> can see. Shaquille O'Neal outed him on television. He said he was in a he walked into an elevator and Stevie Wonder said, What's up, Shaq? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you could a, feel well, Shaq, Shaq like walking into it. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough person to say. But yeah. I, see, if you're in an elevator and somebody goes, "Can you dig it?" and they're like a foot above you, it's Shaq. I mean, that's <laughs> the that's, voice is coming like, yeah, six feet above you. I don't know. He can see. He catches stuff when it falls on stage. There's like a thing where he catches his music is falling and he reaches. I feel like Kyle is giving us more and more dramatic like reasons. He was like, one time I he's saw my dad and he told me. <laughs> He's like, I threw a baseball at him and he caught it. No, no, he's my dad. So, you know, I wasn't playing catch. (laughs) He would not have done comedy if he played catch. My grandmother was like the first person that I ever heard say that she didn't believe in the moon landing. And that cracked the hell up out of me. Like I laughed so hard over that. What did you think it was? Stanley Kubrick? Yeah, she was like, they... My grandmother's from Florida, but she was like, they just set up something at the news station and took some pictures. Like, she just did not believe it. That was the first time I ever heard anyone say that. And I was about seven or eight when she told me, and I was just like, what? When I was a kid, I saw a documentary on, like, Fox or something, and it was like, it totally convinced me that we didn't go, even though it was like... You could actually take a telescope outside and look up and see the stuff they left. The thing like, is, like you can do that. That's like one of the easy ones to debunk. The stuff. Is wait, you, how powerful of a telescope do you need? 
a, a pretty good one. You know, good one. <laughs> That's there is I a catch. Knows all about it because him and his dad Stevie love looking at things. <laughs> Stevie wonder. I remember Stevie. <laughs> Stevie told me when he watched the moon landing. Uh, <laughs> Not only can he see, his eyesight is fucking awesome. Right, it's telescopic. <laughs> That's why he has to keep those. It's like Cyclops a little bit. Superman. It's very damaging I... if he takes the sunglasses off. <laughs> I think genuinely, like, our, our biggest problem is that we're not taking enough notes from conspiracy theorists or the people that are, like, spreading it. Because I really think, like, if we could tap into whatever it is that they're doing, we could convince more people of the correct things. Sure. Mm. Yeah, like, okay, like, so everybody who watches, like, Alex Jones knows what a false flag is, but nobody knows, like, what, like scapegoating immigrants is or something you know yeah like i mean the fact that kimberly like your grandmother like didn't believe in the moon like what in her world would be affected if she did believe it you know like what would be the harm in just believing that the moon land (laughs) like that it happened (laughs) what's the threat you know what i mean like and the fact that they still got her like (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just fascinating Somebody said something about QAnon, but there are people that are like, it's a psyop to make all uh, conspiracy theories look stupid. You know, like it's uh, to anybody who's like, I don't believe the government. Then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, what are you one of those? Well, that's what, how it always starts is the conspiracy th- theory people make sense for three sentences. And then they say something. They're like, you know, the government doesn't have your interests at heart. And I'm like, I do believe that. And like, did you mm-hmm. know, that when you're. You, taxation is theft because they don't use it for what they say you're like you know that's a pretty good point and like and you know you're actually being monitored all the time like that is a good point and you're like and the reason they're monitoring you is because they're lizards and you're like, mm-hmm. like, just, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shut yeah. up after three and took the horns off i'd listen <laughs> can someone explain to me the second coming of jfk jr oh my god <laughs> did you see the picture of the guy who they said it was Huh? No. Oh yeah, I did. Stevie see, yeah. Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy. Yeah, it's Steve, JFK Jr. is Q, and he's gonna. He's he was in Dallas recently to make Trump president again or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes something sense like if you if you, you know. Once again, all out the parts of context that make sense are up top. <laughs> yes. But every time you approach a person like that, that's like, I know that JFK is coming back on certain day and then you you call them on that day and they're like where is he and they're like uh, don't worry <laughs> they just yeah. they have they have no like recourse to explain why this thing they've been talking about forever has not happened they're just like uh, it's, just yeah. wait it's <laughs> like uh they have a three strikes rule but then they get three batters per inning both teams get to bat nine innings 32 teams in 162 games they're like well, that's how many that's how many strikes they've got and hopefully they just die before anybody holds them accountable like, yeah. I think that's what they hope for. there's no punishment whatsoever when you could just watch that that documentary about QAnon where the kid basically fesses up to that it was him getting in over his head that was amazing court. they found they out who QAnon is and people are like nah that's a nah <laughs> I was if thinking about on, what am I doing with all these shirts? I watched yeah, that um, documentary. Is it? Oh, it's on HBO. It's called, it's called Rabbit like, Hole. Uh, Rabbit Hole. They figure Hole. out who QAnon is. It's oh, like wow. a six. Like it's like a six-part documentary that could have been a three-part documentary, but still is pretty good. Yes. That's but who is crazy? Crazier the people who believe in QAnon or those people on Catfish that believe that they were in a relationship with a model? <laughs> because I think that those. I think the Venn diagram, like it connects there. 
and the middle part is a delusion that like you you think you have a farm on your laptop where you own animals like it's it's something related to this activity the overlap, and how you yeah. see the world oh, the yeah. overlap of that venn diagram is like a pork pie hat store at a mall <laughs> so chanel you're saying that uh that the metaverse is going to be really good for everyone's brains that's exactly what I'm saying. If you could just button it all up, everything I've said so far. Just in it's, summation. Yeah. And, you know, Cool Runnings is a good movie. Like, these are, these are the points I'm making, and that's that, it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to make a bubble chart of your words, and it's Cool Runnings was a good movie. <laughs> I was I was watching that uh, I watched that Malcolm X doc, doc who killed Malcolm X documentary like a while ago and then they those guys got off because of the documentary mm-hmm. and it made me think like can defense attorneys just treat their cases with the same care that a podcaster or a documentary right. filmmaker uses they like, can't no they can't <laughs> they cannot I think they can't take the giant liberties and leaps that sometimes connect that podcasters take like think about how many podcasts came out that told you who the zodiac was that were wrong and it was just ended up being some guy who, yeah who and I used even like when the zodiac ago. movie came out I was in the theater like we haven't caught him yet <laughs> right he's right Probably there selling laughing. hardware to Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> He's probably in the back row, like, haha, I didn't do it like that. This is crazy. Yeah. I would like to see a law firm that has to sell me quip toothbrushes to stay afloat, though. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I will put this out Friday. Anybody else want to plug anything else? Anything else? You can just check my website, Kimberly Clark Comedy. I have dates on there, too. Wonderful. Not very many, but there's a few on there. Sounds great. Okay, thank you, everybody. Thanks, Joe. You did it. Bye, guys. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Or whatever you celebrate. Only Thanksgiving. Nice. Nice. Happy Stevie Wonder Day. Happy Stevie Wonder Day. We'll see you at the party. (laughs) We'll see you. Yeah, it's Crystal, Chanel, Kyle, Kimberly, and Andy. I will tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. Don't be a stingy non-follower. That is the show. Thank you for listening. If you think any of their family members from Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving would be into this goddamn show, you let them know for me, and I'll be thankful for you. Here's audio from me and Burns from Power Moves with Mike Burns. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Life. One of my friends who's um, like his mother's side of the family, they because the little kids would get so constipated, they would keep like a paint stirrer. And I guess this happens with, with kids. Their, their poo is so stiff that it won't break up to flush because it's like clay. <laughs> So they oh, keep a paint God. stir like by your toilet brush or what have you, and you take the paint stir to cut the poo in chunks. So oh, it'll flush and I never heard of this. I never heard of this. And like two, three of my pals were like, "Yeah, my uncle had that," or "Yeah, we had that for when um for little Ricky was a kid." We it was like, "I'm never having children. I am not." I'm not having a poo stick by my fucking toilet. I need that shit to be pristine and nice. Well, my son here, his he's got a condition and it comes out sideways. So <laughs> it's always a real nightmare. Like you ever 
You ever take like a like a popsicle stick or a big toothpick and put it sideways in your mouth? And it's just like, Arr! it's like that, but a butthole, and um, it's a child. But you wouldn't think that they could make a fucking water ball sized, water bottle sized piece of clay come out of their body, but they do. And that's when you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna be thank God I have a poo stick. There's also a uh, one of them had a butter knife. They kept the butter knife by the toilet. <laughs> Wow! This thing, the more you know, <laughs> there's some parent listening right now. There has to be multiples that are. Oh, like, you're gonna have stories. Yeah, we got a poo stick. Uh, we had to start a GoFundMe because little Billy <laughs> just come out sideways and really ripped his ass apart. And you know what? I don't want him to walk around looking like he had an exploding cigar. And you know what they're gonna say? I did. Put in the ru- put on the rubber glove and go in there, dig it out. <laughs> Uh, all right let's take the edge off with we had to get him a whole new ass (laughs) let's take the his his ass is no good it's blown out (laughs) my son my son he needs a new ass my son my My only boy my only boy All all the kids on his basketball team in the locker room they call him the gaper that's elements because of the clay. It's the clay dude. <laughs> Too much beard. Oh no! They call my son ruined. Everybody's school calls him ruined ass. <laughs> I fed my son too much bird on Ving. My son too much bird became clay. He didn't crap. He couldn't crap for five days. <laughs> Came out like I a don't... sideways banana. <laughs> My son ruined every butter knife in the house. I detect- don't even know how to get butter on anything anymore. My grandfather gave me a pocket knife in 1972. I had to use it to cut up the turd, the bird turd, and then I threw it away. I couldn't have that in my pocket anymore. I got the doo-doos. My son. My son. They call him Gabe. It's not nice. His asshole looks like a smile across his butt cheeks. <laughs> it goes from cheek to cheek. Most kids have a butthole in the middle. This kid has a smile of a butthole. Kids at school call his butt the Joker. <laughs> they call my son's butt. Why so serious? <laughs> Why so serious? You know, Batman, <laughs> when I was a kid, my, my dad was a bad alcoholic, and I used to have these big clay doo-doos, and he took a razor blade, and he cut me from here to here, and he said, why is your asshole so serious? <laughs> my asshole's the Joker, my son's asshole's the Joker. <laughs> All right.